When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, you guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Temple of Who podcast. I'm your co-host, Coach Maples. As always, here are my bro, Kings. Kings, what's going on, my guy? Shoot, chilling, chilling, man. We just got done watching these games. We got the last series of the year. Been a hell of a year, man. Hell of a year, I got to tell you. I have no notes. Uh, I have no plan. The Boston Celtics were in the finals. That's, yeah. That's all you <laughs> hell no. I'm on, the, I'm on the timeline. Everybody's <laughs> on my tweet. It's on my request. I am hell right now. Very miserable time. I lost my will to plan for the show. I can't believe 12 years later, they're in the finals since that 08 debacle. I mean, 2010, Lakers got it back, but that 08 debacle hurt. I got to tell you, I did not wear green for a year after that happened. You understand, like, there are low points as a sports fan for me. Like, it's the 08 finals. The the dance caught it being overturned. I know for you, it's that tuck rule, but it's just... It's just when, when the Celtics make make the finals, man, it's just it's not good. It's not good. Um, all emotional, fast stuff inside. I think we are in store for a great series. Uh, what about you from that? Do you think it's at least going? Do you think it's going to be very competitive? What do you think? Uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a fun and on court perspective. It's going to be a fun series. I think in terms of it's going to be great adjustments. Going to be great defense play. Going to be great. Uh, I think individual performances, but uh, like you said, just miserable. I mean, <laughs> both both my ops are in the finals. Um, I, I I in general don't have anything against the Warriors in terms of before clutch. You know, I I gave the Warrior fans some swag, but I, I always enjoyed the home team. You know, getting some success for the fans because the fans were loyal. But that clutch war, man. I know you already know. You goes back. You know. You it's, know what? It's it's, hey. it's it's weird on my end because you look back. It's weird with all the well, the Warriors stuff is more recent, but the Warriors and Lakers have not been good at the same time since the early. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. insane how that's worked out. They have not been good since the early nineties at the same time. Even with so, even so, with Bron, even with Bron getting here, it's, it's, yeah, right. It's been it's up and down. Insane. Like uh, the injuries, Clay and Steph breaks his wrist. Then the next year, mm-hmm. and then somewhat back, LeBron gets hurt. Now this year is like it's crazy. So like, I don't have any pent up animosity. You know, toward the outside of the banter about you know players and, and and you know all and, these and, and Warrior Maple. fans who used to be Laker fans. That's that's easy for you to say. It's not easy for me. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know, I know, I, was, I know, hundred percent. I'm speaking for my end, but you right. I, I know your, your your battle is different. I already know. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I got that. And then like, then you have the Celtics in. <laughs> bro. I hated the Celtics my whole life since I started seriously watching who. You know, I was on and off with Hoop before 05. 
you know, my life, my tragedy with sports starts off tuck rule, <laughs> the hurricane phantom PI against Ohio State. Those two were the most painful memories of my childhood. Then obviously, as a as a as a larger hoop fan, um, watching hoop seriously, watching the Celtics win, obviously watching Bron lose in 15 was painful. And watching the Warriors go on that run was painful. <laughs> but now I'm in another deep of part of hell. Two years after watching the Niners and Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I, I never thought that would ever be topped. I did not think that would ever be topped. But two years later, God is testing me again. Man, man, I, I, it's going to be a good series, you guys. But I, I, I'll, I'll be lying to you if I said that I would personally I'm personally going to enjoy this because I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, I feel you. So before we get deep into that, let's put a bow on Miami. Um, turns out everything you said ended up coming true about them offense. Just offensively, just bit them in the butt. Too many cold streaks. They made one last 11-0 run late. 11-0 run late to make it a game. Jimmy Butler went for the gusto late. I'm not mad at the shot. People are complaining about it. My thing is, I think Jimmy's the caliber of a playoff performer that you Got to trust his decision-making late and kind of live with it. I think he's earned that with the way he shows up. I get the people saying not a good three-point shooter taking that, but, you know, I think you got to trust your superstar. Look, look, look. I mean, it's easy for us to say, you know, analytics-wise, it's not the right shot, but dude, game seven, he played 47 minutes, bro. He was not trying to go to OT. Like, people have to understand they're human beings. Analytics is, like, is, is, is good. But it's like they're not robots, you know what I mean? Like they're human beings. In his mind, he's probably thinking, I got to take it here because we're not winning if we go to OT. Like that's probably what he's thinking. <laughs> we're not winning if we go to OT, so we got to win it now. That's probably why he took that shot. Yeah, man, I just – I got to agree, agree – in addition to agreeing what you said, I have to just give – again, I tweet this, got to give Spolster credit on the pod, man. When I say he squeezes every ounce of juice out of every out of his team every year, every year he he, he is a special coach. <laughs> you take you take a step back and look at what this team really was. You got about twenty percent of what you expected from Kyle Lowry due to injuries and just being overweight and out of shape. Jimmy was Jimmy was hurt a lot, but you depended on Hero for buckets. Bunch of first round undrafted guys get big minutes. And Victor Oladipo after, I think, three or four surgeries. And you have that team in game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals against a team that's much more talented, in my opinion, at least. <laughs> so I, I got to give Spo some credit. I, I, I believe he's top two. He might be the best in the business. I just think he's a special head coach. So I just want to say that before we put a wrap in Miami. Um, before we move on, what do you think Miami needs to do to stay at this level and possibly get to the finals again next season? They need to get off. They need to get off. Um, they need to get off Tyler Hero. They need to get out Duncan Robinson. You know, I get people saying they should trade Bam, but, like, it's, it's like for who, though, you know? Like, that's some of the things you have to ask yourself. Who's available? You know, who who can you go to? To say, hey, we'll give you Bam if you give us so and so. Yeah. Maybe sign and trade for Levine, but then like you're back to square one because you don't have a, you know, who's the who's the who's the center that you're gonna put there? Because Bam's important offensively and defensively to them. 
even though he's not. Maybe, maybe you can sell Chicago, hey, you know, sign and trade Levine for um, Hero, Robinson picks. You gotta probably come off one of those young rookies who play well, like and also, and also come off. Yeah, maybe maybe you do that to them, yeah. and they agree. You know, they agree. I think I think Miami is one of the destinations. I think my when I actually when I was looking researching, I think one of the Chicago writers said my, they liked Miami's package because of Hero um, being included in there, and then you can obviously add uh, Duncan Robinson for salary filler and give them more. For, maybe they make you know Robinson is more useful for their offense. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, you can add picks and all the other young pieces as well. But I think if you're Miami, keep Bam and you try and go for Levine in the offseason. And I think if they get Levine, man, they're, that, yeah. that's, that's big. Yeah, just I don't, I don't know how. It's weird. You, you talk to people who actually cover the Bulls, they have like a sneaky suspicion Levine is out of there because it's not restricted oh, yeah. from anybody. I, I guess he's not a fan of how the season turned out and turned sour around his injury time. But they're not completely confident on him being back here. That that's kind of crazy to me. Um, but I think the most realistic thing for the Heat is they gotta find a way to get Bam more aggressive offensively. Mm-hmm. Because it's not for lack of skill, in my opinion. Watching him play, he has offensive skills. He's very skilled. It's just he doesn't hit the hit the apply the pressure offensively like he should all the time, in my opinion. Right. I, I think he has an athleticism advantage over most centers he plays against being that quick for his to be that big and strong. I just think he's got to use it more. And I think, you know, that'll be the next step for him. I think he's a great third option. I don't think he's That's a fair. That's fair. That's I think fair. if you put him in the third option, then his 18 to 20 or 16 to 18 becomes even way more impactful because it's more efficient than what it is now. And it's and it's um, also less taxing. And you'll see you'll see him be more consistent scoring because you'll get better looks. And also, you you might see him have be more prone to getting bigger outbursts because the schemes oh. are being more um more tailored towards a Jimmy or, or a Levine. So if you're able to get Levine, I mean, Levine's the guy they need to go for. Then I think they'll have, I think they'll have the best package because they actually have young guys they can give Chicago. You know, what I mean, like the Clippers can't give young guys. You know, what yeah. I mean, outside. Yeah, it, it sounds like yeah, it just sounds like in general, Levine's probably the best quote unquote available player. Oh yeah, yeah so I think that's absolutely. what the that's what the you know tea leaves are, are reading a little bit. But going but, but you're not but you see why you're not hearing a lot with him because a teams don't have cap. Right. That's yeah, right I mean, now. That. Nobody has cap. Room. Nobody has cap. And B, uh, because uh, nobody has cap, it's going to cost assets potentially to get him. And being able to give up assets while still having a good team afterwards that's is not something yeah. not something everybody can do. Miami can do it, yeah. and Miami can, like I said, give young assets that Chicago can actually use for them going forward. So I think, like, that's honestly, you know, and I, and I saw this online. Somebody wrote this, and I actually agree. The more I think about it, that's probably the best desti- destination for Levine. That makes the most sense, him going to Miami. If he does go to Miami, I mean, there's, again, they're right. Can't write him off. They're right back again, you know, next season. Um. I think it's going to be interesting, though, because I think Tyler is, is here up for his extension. Uh, he's up for his extension, but he still has one. It won't kick left. in until the next year. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah, so, so he, he's so in he, the same situation as Jordan Poole. Okay. So he's, but won't kick in until next So he, he'll still be a cheap. So, yeah, so they can add hero, add picks, and then get 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 off a bad contract, like get off, uh, you know, Duncan Robinson or Kyle Lowry, whatever bad contract they want to get off. And, I, I 
I said when I did it, I was like, they just gotta have Lowry lose some weight. There's, I just, I just think they. Yeah, I, I think Lowry, I think Lowry's fine because you can actually, yeah. I think you can actually play him. I think yeah, he, like, he, he actually has some bright plays. moments. He has some bright moments, yeah. and I think, I just think he's untradeable with two years left on the deal, at that amount of money. I mean, I'm not every contract is tradable at some point, but I think you don't have to add too much to get off him. Yeah, I think, I think you can get away with Duncan Robinson in the sense that he's still yeah. his 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 skill set and his size yeah. and his yeah. and his age is still valuable to a lot of teams, even yeah. though. He didn't work for Spo. You know, teams will can talk themselves into making Duncan Robinson useful. Like you even saw it with the commentators, they're like, "Why is he not playing?" Hey, I keep it a buck. I, I would take Duck Robinson on the Lakers. Dead ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you know what I mean, like, like that, that's the type of guy LeBron absolutely maximizes. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. I see. I I've seen it every time with these these uh specialists when they get with LeBron, they always work. <laughs> they find a way to make him work. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, now let's talk about the Brawl for it all NBA Finals. Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors. Let, let, let's do this this way. Let's talk about the Warriors side first, the keys to victory for them, and then we'll go to the Boston side, then we'll give our picks. Let's do it that way. I told you guys I was so depressed about this Celtics making the final. I did not make a show plan. We are in pure freestyle mode. Rock with us. Let's do it. So just I'll let you go first. What are a couple things that are key for you for the Warriors to, to win this series? Yeah, for me, um, it's pretty it's pretty simple for me. Uh, they got to uh, they got to win one on one because, you know, the, the Celtics are going to throw all types of looks at them, but they will play them straight up. They will tell Poole, they'll tell Curry that you got to beat. Tatum, you got to beat Jalen Brown, you got to beat Marcus Smart one-on-one. They're going to tell those guys you got to beat them one-on-one. For, and that's what it's going to come down to. Can Poole and Curry beat those dudes one-on-one? Can they make the right finishes over Robert uh, Robert, uh, Robert Williams? And uh, can they beat Horford? How many, how, can they take advantage of Horford off the switch? Horford is not no slouch, slouch on the switch. Yeah. Yeah. So can, 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 they, can they beat those one-on-ones? And then number two, Will Draymond Green score? 10 that was that's my number one. <laughs> Will he score ten or more points? Because they're going to help off him every time, or as much as they can. So he's going to have to score in this series. Right. Yeah. That this both those things I think are very important. The main thing is for Draymond to be. My thing is the Warriors. They've been making teams pay with team sack off Draymond running Clay, Poole, or Steph off these dribble handoffs and let him get a instead of, you know, get downhill full of steam because the guy's sagging off because they're not guarding Draymond. Interesting to see how the Celtics defend that. That should be very interesting. But, yeah, I think Draymond, it's got to be like, it's got to be 10 points a game minimum, Kings. I'm with you. It's got to be 10 points a game minimum. Uh, the other thing is, schematically, I'm interested in your opinion on this, is that the Warriors have been getting away with pretty much – Dominating the boards, playing small. The Celtics run a lot of Robert Williams and, and Horford minutes. Mm-hmm. 
They just uh, they're not going to go super small unless the matchup dictates they have the personnel to do so. But I'm wondering about the Warriors' effectiveness against a Robert Williams and Al Horford front line rebounding the ball. They 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 great all playoffs. I think Looney's averaging 15 boards a game, exactly. and Wiggins is up around eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there. So it's like it hasn't been an issue. But I'm really interested to see the front line matchup. And then uh, the last thing, this is kind of with both teams, that Wiggins-Tatum matchup is going to be very key. If Wiggins can make him work and keep him inefficient, you know, low 40s percentage-wise, avoid the big breakout game, I think that definitely tilts things in, in the Warriors' favor. So They say GP2 coming back, too, from when I was here. Very huge also. That's, the Warriors that's like as well. Was so, um, yeah, I mean, if you're the, if you're the Celtics – you can't you gotta slow the game down because you're playing seven, eight guys. The Warriors have a bunch of guys they can play that can actually play well, as you've seen. Um it's gonna be tough because Robert Williams, you know, and uh Horford gonna be battling Looney, battling Wiggins, battling Dre, but then even if 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 Things get dicey, and, and and the Warriors need a shot of physicality and, and, and speed. They can throw Kaminga in there to battle those guys as well. Yeah. He's he's a hard he's a handle to to have to deal with physically. I mean, I worry about this. Like I, I like I said this going in. I said the Celtics match up well because they can play one on one. They have the speed to and the length to to switch to to come off rotations. But after two back-to-back Game 7 series against physical teams, I worry about their stamina. I worry about their attrition. I just don't know if they have enough in them. Honestly, I I had this a seven-game series, but after what Miami just forced, I have a hard time seeing them get over six games. That's – huh. That's spicy. I think for the Celtics, the main thing for me is is two things I'm really looking at from the Celtics' perspective. One is the turnovers. Mm-hmm. If you turn the ball over against the Warriors, that's killing you because that's Clay and Steph in transition, spotting up for three. Uh, guys getting dunks off the attention they get from the three-point line, and you just fighting uphill you know, from the jump. The other thing is I, I really just – all playoffs, their defense has more than covered for us. Obviously, they're, they made it to the finals. But the Celtics' offense, offense late games, is just. I think the Warriors do a lot better job of generating the look that they want late basketball games. And I think that's probably why my my pick is going to lead for Golden State the late basketball games. Their offense is a little bit more reliable. Both of these defenses are top tier, but I think the Warriors' offense is a little more you know reliable. You know, yeah. late games. A lot of the Celtics depends on you know JB and Tatum being great. And those guys are certainly capable of doing so, but I just think it depends on them being just phenomenal shot makers under the rest. And I think they lean on that a little bit too much this series, and it might you know come and bite them in the behind. But it's just a just really a whole bunch of intriguing matchups, man. You got two great coaches, Kerr's experience. I may obviously knows what he's doing, playing for uh being under pop all those years. Um putting together the number one defensive scheme in basketball or the tie with the Warriors, at least two best defensive teams in basketball. 
man, this is going to be a war. I don't know. I said 100. That may have been, you know, I know this era is tough to defend in. I just don't see too many of these games be going past 105. I said 100, but I'll push it. I don't think too many of these games go past 105 unless a, a, one of the star players gets hot. Just the defenses are just are that good to me. Uh, I can see Warriors having a few 110 games just because they shoot so well between Curry, Clay, Otto, Spool. It's just there'll be multiple games where those guys get hot. They'll be able to drop 110. But, uh, yeah, I don't see any, like, 120-type games. You know, you know, I don't see any, like, consistent 110s. I think this will be a battle, you know, low 100s, high 90s-type games for most of this, most of the series. Um, very competitive. But, again, I think to me it's just because the Celtics have to play that way. How much do they have left in the tank? Like, really, like, that's that's really important because it doesn't really matter for most teams. But as somebody who had to watch 2015 and had to see what happened when you go up against a team like the Warriors, who has so much depth with a seven-man rotation, it just wears on you. And mind you, LeBron came off a sweep of the, the Raptor of the Hawks when they uh, played the Warriors. So they had some rest. Kyrie played a game, but the the C's are coming off back to back game sets, man. So what, what Robert Williams' foot, Robert Williams' knees hanging on by a thread at this point. Yeah, that's the only, only thing I think the Celtics are, are capable of without him to get you know to put put a good lineup on the floor. So game one is Thursday. That gives them you know four days off, approximately four days off uh, to get right. I got to ask you this though, so. I think objectively, all of inside, we can say Boston. I, I think Boston had a much harder road to get to the finals. I, oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. do you think that plays a factor? I'm not going to say the Warriors don't has been easy, but there's been – I think there's a there's a, a clear gap in the level of difficulty in the opponents, in my opinion. I'm still picking the Warriors at the end of the day, I believe. Uh, but do you think that – like shock factor, like playing against a, a tougher team on the Warriors side, does that have any effect on the series, or at least on the on the, on the first game? Maybe. I think I think I think if Boston is to win this series, they have to win game one. Okay, and they have to win game one because they're going to be rested. Like you said, they're coming off playing very very tough teams, so they're battle tested. You know, what I mean, they they play physical series. They have to win game one because they have to they have to. Um, they have to take advantage of the fact that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna come off having been pushed more. You know, they're 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 more on edge, you know, they're more they're, they're more fine-tuned because they've had to get everything they've got to 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 pull out these last two series. Um, and they're gonna get rest. So they're gonna be able to rest their bodies and be able to come out fresh, you know. So they gotta take game one. Uh, I know Reek saying they're going to get smoked in game one. I know he's on the timeline tweeting Celtics in six, but I, I heard what he said in the spaces. He said Warriors in six because he knows. He knows. And he, they cannot lose game one. Oh. The Celtics cannot lose game one because, like I said, there's not going to be a game where they get that much rest after having that much, you know, experience, off that much experience, off that much, of, you know, you know, like, they just have an advantage in terms of they're not going to be rusty. They're going to have – they've coming off more competitive series. They have that gameplay 
you know, in-game advantage in terms of intensity right now. Right. If after game one, they don't, they won't have that. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. I asked you at least at least early. Will that matter to you? Too? It will matter in game one. So after game one, they won't have that anymore. So I think they need to maximize that and take game one. I think once they take game one, and then they feel out how Golden State comes back game two. Then the series series starts right. Then it's like okay, here we go. One one. Uh, we know how we're playing. We know how it is. Let's see. Let's see who can win. But if they go down two zero. No intensity advantage. Golden State is confident. Yeah. That's not good for them. Yeah. All right. So to close it out, who you got right now? Team and number. Give it to me. I got Golden State in a tough six games. Um, that's why I'm at right now. I just think all I think all those series took a lot out of Boston. I'm not sure how healthy they are. Um I, so I, I do think Golden State wins. The uh, I do think Golden State wins 2-0, goes up 2-0. I think Boston exerts a lot of energy to tie it up 2-2. And I think Golden State wins the next two. I'm going to go Warriors in seven. I just think this is going to be a, a just a real tough series, especially late in games because the defenses are so good. It's all come down to superstars being superstars late in games. I think the X factor here is probably going to be Jordan Poole. I'm looking forward to him and Marcus Smart, man. That's going to be fun to watch. Poole and Smart go at each other. It's a lot of fun matchups, man. Or, or if Smart's guarding Curry, I just think a lot of a lot of a lot of fun matchups to, to, to look at in this series, man. Horford, Draymond, you know, Robert Williams going against Looney. You know what I mean? Tatum and, and Brown versus Clay. You know what I mean? It's just so many. And Iggy, if he plays, Otto Porter, just there's so many intriguing matchups. I mean, this series is going to be so much fun. I'm going to go Warriors in seven. And, yeah, Steph's getting number four. I'm going to say Steph gets his first finals MVP. Cause I know I'm about to give you ten minutes of mic time if it ends up being Wiggins, man. Uh, <laughs> man, that's, that's uh, you know, that's, that's, that's like Tesla after the split. After the stock split on that one, man, that stock gonna be high going. Man, so we both got it in. Real quick, before we get out of here, a couple minutes. Lakers end up deciding on Darvin Ham. We kind of got the tea leaves there. We yes. discussed it a little bit last week. The part I was happy about it was reported that he has full autonomy of his staff. Yes, Kurt Rambis will not be attending exactly. coaching meetings like he did. Two very big pluses to me. Shows that he has a front office's trust and they're going to let him coach. How do you feel about that setup? Great, great, great. He's going to be able to do his thing. Guys are going to buy in. And, you know, I get why they asked how you, you're going to use Russell Westbrook. I, I think I was kind of I was annoyed with it because I was like, oh, man, is he staying? But then I realized, like, you're right. If you're trying to trade him, you don't want to give that away too early. Like, that's just not smart. Right. And you also have to think of the fact that if you can't move him. You need to have a contingency plan. Okay, if you can't move him, can you use Russell Westbrook? How do you plan on using him? You know what I mean? So that's just Lakers doing due, due diligence, honestly. Like, it's just thoroughness, making sure, hey, can you use Russell Westbrook if we have to keep him, if we can't move him? But there are reports saying that they are hell-bent on trying to move him, and I do think they will move him. And I do think, I do think push comes to sub, especially with the Pacers package. If they need to give up any of those later picks, they know that they have the 23, 25, 26 
um, if need be. Uh, Those are swapped, right? Yeah, they still have the swap ones, and they have the 23. So it's like they can give up just one of – they have a lot of seconds, too. The one thing I will say with the Russell trade is that they got a lot of seconds from Washington. Yeah. From that trade. trade. So they could get away with just throwing one of the 27 or 29 and a lot of those seconds, and they could pull off the – you know, the Indiana trade for Malcolm and Buddy because Russ just becomes a contract, a contract at that point. You know, he's not really, doesn't really matter from an asset standpoint. He's just taking the money to make it work. You're trading the picks for those guys, right? right so, right, right. so it's, it's, you know, that's there for him. Obviously, the same pack type of package is there for him in Charlotte with Payward, Ubre. Um, maybe if you, I don't know how they feel about doing it with PJ. I know they want to pay him, but. Um, maybe you have to go into the two first. I don't know how they value PJ. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they want to move Rozier, so maybe you can get Rozier. But I like the watch. I like the Indiana. I like the uh, Charlotte. I like Indiana the most because I think Brogdon and Heald really fit what AD and Braun play like. Um, I, I think it, it might be harder to do with Rozier and Gordon Hayward because they kind of yeah, like that's, yeah, that's 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 I think you have to give up more to get those yeah, guys. Yeah, and then, then they kind of like the ball in their hands more, whereas yeah. Brogdon and Heald are both off and on ball type guys. They can do it with both both styles so comfortably. Um, so so yeah, I mean, I I like the Indiana trade a lot for them. I'm really rooting for that one to go down. It sounds like Indiana is very interested, has been interested for a while, so. We'll see. Yeah, man. Let us pray. Uh, <laughs> I, I remain in the in the camp that, regardless of the player, a forty seven million dollar expiring contract has value for somebody. Oh yeah, it's too many teams. It's too many teams trying to clear their books. They have uh, so, teams cannot sign Levine because there's too many bad yeah. long term contracts out yeah, there. That's that. So if that's kind of where I am. If you sit for one year of Russell Westbrook and you knowing that you can get all of that gone by yeah, next year, well, yeah, you take that. Yeah, and you get picks off of it too. Like, come yeah, on, bro. Yeah, that's that's where. Yeah, that's kind of where I am with that. Make sure you follow Addis Kings Brown Twitter. Myself, JJ Member Fifty Five Underscore MST. Uh, no Wednesday show this week. Finals game doesn't start till Thursday, but we will be live after the finals if we both can make it. Uh, that's TBD. We'll let you know, but we will try to yes, make sir. that happen. Um, make sure you follow, subscribe to the pod. Uh, keep tapping in with us. Uh, leave feedback. We love that. Uh, you guys be safe out there, and we are out of here. Peace, y'all.